thank you for joining us today for a Multipure podcast. My name is Kenton Jones, Vice President of Marketing here at Multipure. Joining me for today's podcast, Michelle Priest, our Director of Marketing. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Kenton. And Joel Polina, our copywriter. Hello, Joel. How's it going, Ken? It's going really well. Thank you. So today we are going to be talking about a day that comes up every year. It's called World Water Day. So World Water Day for 2022 is March 22nd. And this is this is an opportunity to raise awareness of water issues globally. This is not uh, specifically to the United States. This is this is a global recognition of the importance, the fragility of our uh, water supply, our drinking water supply as uh, as a race, as a human race. So we're going to talk a little bit today about World Water Day, what that means, maybe a little bit closer to home, what World Water Day means, and then also some some thoughts and musings about uh, about water around the world and, and kind of how it pertains to, to what's going on in the world. So any opening commentary from uh, from either of you, Joel or Michelle, about uh, what's going on with World Water Day? Well, uh, if you don't mind, I'll step in. Well, every year there's a theme to World Water Day, and this year the theme is groundwater. And I think their official title for this year's World Water Day is Groundwater, Making the Invisible Visible. And it focuses on the fact that, uh, you know, almost pretty much all drinking water, all fresh water comes from groundwater. I mean, obviously there's surface water too, but the majority of it is going to come from groundwater. And that by that, they're talking about underground aquifers, you know, those uh, picture basically like underground rivers or caves uh, made by, primarily of rock or hardened stone where water gathers after it seeps through the ground. That's what they mean by groundwater. When you people dig wells, when people pump things out of the ground for water, that's where the water is coming from. And it's, it's fresh water. That's where we're drinking water and other, other water is drawn from and processed for use by people. So that's what the theme is. And that's uh, the focus for this year's World Water Day. Yeah, and I'm glad that uh, they're bringing it up, and I'm glad that this uh, that we have this opportunity to talk about it, especially groundwater and aquifers. You know, here in the United States, I think one of the most well-known aquifers is is in the Midwest. It's the Ogallala Aquifer, which is the water supply for a lot of our cropland in the heartland of of the United States, and it has. It's been in the news several times over the past few years just because of the alarming rate at which uh, it is depleting, which uh, should come as a surprise to absolutely no one, that uh, lower levels in the Ogallala waterford are leading to some, what is going to lead to some difficult decisions in terms of uh, you know, agricultural community and where they're going to get water and, and what are we going to do. But, uh, you know, around the world, you know, you think of you think of places where where water is difficult to get. Groundwater is groundwater is it tends to be the number one choice just because it's it's cleaner than a lot of surface water than you know getting water from a from a creek or a river or a lake where it's susceptible to all kinds of contamination. At least in the ground, groundwater is a, a bit more protected. Yeah, and it's something that we all share. I think you pointed that out, Ken. You know, groundwater it doesn't stay in one state; it's all over the place. It's a global it's a global issue and you know you can't really even measure how much water is in groundwater you know you can't identify some aquifers but other ones you don't know if it's there or not so the quality of the water the amount of the water especially in these last several years in many of the US states just speaking about that you know we've had a drought and that's going to definitely affect that but it's happening all around the world and i think that's why you know they made this year that that topic of groundwater. I think it's it's an important thing for all of us to focus on. And then the fun thing is that, you know, it's actually every March 22nd, every year, 
is World Water Day. They've made it such a thing that it's every year on the same day. And it's not every so often. And it's not every five years. It's every year on this date because it's so important. Yeah, and I think it's uh, obviously it's kind of a day to just for everyone to kind of just think about water to kind of remember maybe uh, uh, where water comes from, the importance of it, why we should care, why we should think about conservation and environmental concerns when it comes to water. And the thing with groundwater, that's uh, why the topic I think they chose, why, why they made a subheader making the invisible visible is things like depletion and contamination is a lot more obvious when you're talking surface water. Like here in Vegas, you could just look at Lake Mead and you see how the water level has dropped. And it's really obvious, okay, there's water is is being depleted. It just through usage, through evaporation, through through whatever, but it's really obvious. But when it comes to groundwater, there's nothing there monitoring it per se. It just it's just kind of you just assume it's there and it's and a lot of people just assume, oh, it's infinite because it's groundwater. It gets replenished. But the problem is groundwater also gets depleted. Groundwater gets affected by pollution. It is not something that's as obvious as with surface water when you see a contaminated river or a lake or something where you could almost at a glance tell a general idea of the quality of the water. So I'm glad that this year's focus is on groundwater and and the susceptibility of of groundwater to pollution, especially when we're not seeing it. You think of things like fracking or you think of things like overdevelopment of of, uh, well water and groundwater supplies. These have permanent and long-lasting effects on the quality of groundwater, but sometimes we don't know it until until a long time later, until years later, until, you know, other problems begin to develop. And so, you know, every little bit of acknowledgement, every little bit of awareness that is raised about groundwater and, and groundwater supplies, I think, uh, is, is going to be really important. You know, this, the, the whole issue of water and of water rights and, and water avail- clean, fresh water availability is, is only going to increase, which is going to make events like world water day i think all the more prescient as we you know as we move along here i mean you look at what's going on in you know like ukraine right now you know ukraine is an agricultural powerhouse in in europe right i mean with with the amount of crops that are grown there i think i think it's like the number one exporter of wheat in in, in all of europe oh. or something like that you know with what's going on that's going to severely affect uh their ability to to produce which to me kind of the logical you know you kind of play that out and and the logical progression of that is uh well there's going to be greater demand on on u.s grown you know crops and grains and what is that going to do to our water supplies here what's that going to do to, to the demand there and so yeah that's just one single example of of how international events are affected or do affect water and so it's um curious to see how this plays out and i remember uh, i think michelle and i did a, a podcast uh a few podcasts ago, we were talking about uh, bottled water and how they're drawing from from common uh, water sources. I, I can't remember if we mentioned whether it was yep. surface water or groundwater, but it's kind of a it kind of ties into the whole World Water Day because this is this is kind of a a public communal resource for for everybody. But then you have places that are like like water bottlers that are taking water out of these aquifers, out of these reservoirs, and then just packaging it and selling it back to you you know, thousands of percent markup. And it's uh, just another thing that's that's depleting access or de- depleting these resources that are that everyone relies on. Yeah. And I think water, sometimes we sometimes we, we 
tend to take for granted. You know, you go in the kitchen, you go in the shower, you turn on the water, you think nothing of it. But, you know, as they're saying in all these articles, that it is a finite resource that is being severely drained. And it's not like you can just make more water. It's what's there is there and what we get is what we get. So I think the emphasis on water, water quality, water awareness, pollution, all that's so key. And I, it's great that they have this type of thing with World Water Day to bring up all these really important topics. You know, an interesting aside here, I was recently traveling for business uh, in the Middle East, in the nation of Qatar and Arab Emirates, Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Obviously, talk, I was talk, they were talking about water. It's so interesting, the culture there, because almost all of the fresh water that they have there is is uh, desalinated ocean water, you know, because these are these are deserts and you know whatever groundwater they have or had is, is is difficult to to reach and so desalination is kind of the the go-to technology there but it was it was just kind of kind of funny because you know i attended a lot of meetings and met with a lot of people and every single meeting there's bottled water provided <laughs> on the uh on the table bottled water is just a way of life there it's just everybody drinks it everybody has it you know, single-use plastics, it's just kind of the norm there. At home, everybody drinks from delivered bottled water, you know, 20-liter um, or five-gallon jugs of, of water. And it wasn't, and for so many people, it's just something they don't think about, which is why things like World Water Day are so important so that people do think about it. Because I, once I started talking, saying, hey, you know, where are all these plastic bottles going? Where did they come from? Where are they going? How did they get here? And you don't really think about it, you know, because you're talking about business or whatever else. And, and it takes somebody actually asking the question, hey, where does this come from? Hey, what are the effects of this? What could we be doing differently? That again, I think makes World Water Day so important and something that uh, is another opportunity for multi-peer builders to to address these questions and to bring them up. Hey, did you know today is World Water Day? Let me tell you about water. Good point. There's so many questions about how water resources work in, in Middle Eastern deserts too, because like you mentioned desalination, but then what's the water quality? How much does it cost? What's the the cost uh, uh, analysis of, of desalination versus disposable plastic bottled water? What are they used for cooking? What are they used for bathing? Like all sorts of things because everything, <laughs> it's so water, you know, you know it, it's, it's, such, it's even more finite in, in a location like that. And it just makes me think of all these things of, of logistics of water. Well, in short, most of the population centers are are on the ocean. And so desal, you don't have to move it very far. In many of these countries, oil-rich countries, um, energy production is not a problem. And so producing the energy required for desalination is not a limiting factor. All the bottled water that I had was bottled tap water, which is desalinated water. And so, yeah, it, it's desal is, is really the kind of the big provider. And I think it's a lot of it is government subsidized. It's a, definitely a different culture where the government has uh, a lot more impact and a lot more influence than here, especially in things like public works and water supply, heavily, heavily, heavily subsidized hmm. by yeah. very wealthy nations. Yeah. One of the things is I know in California, they were looking at desalinization. Yeah. You know, California, big drought. But problem, part of the problem is, again, you're making a... a you're trying to fix one problem, but making the other problem worse, because yeah. what do you do with all the, the brine, the brine. whatever is left yep. over? You're just sticking it back in the ocean, which is making it more salty. It's affecting the, the, the water quality for the things that live in there. So, again, it's bringing stuff, bringing it to attention, just 
different ways yeah. of thinking of stuff, right? One thing yeah. leads to another. Yeah. Can't you just package it up and sell it as sea salt? Good, <laughs> special, special sea salt. Oh, but yeah. You know, they're even talking about this in Arizona now. You know, Arizona is, stands to lose. I believe I read something that the Arizona stands to lose the most when we start having to re-divvy up the amount of Lake Mead water, you know, right outside mm. our door here in Las Vegas, you know, how the lake is going down, down, down. From what I read, Arizona is going to be hurting the most from this. And yeah. I believe I've I've read that the governor there is looking legitimately at some kind of desalination operation. Bring it, obviously, they'd have to bring it either up from, you know, what is that? The, uh, the Gulf, um, oh my gosh, Sea of Cortez. Gulf of California. Is that what they call it? Gulf of California, Sea of Cortez. Either bring it up through Mexico or maybe bring it from California. Uh, huh. But yeah, I mean, it's we're getting to that point where those uh, those conversations need to be had. I mean, here in Las Vegas, I mean, we we really don't have enough groundwater to you know to to support the population. What is it? A couple million people here, and Lake Mead is is not getting any fuller. So. See, now in my head, I just have this thought of a a Mad Max-style convoy of water tankers just trucking through the desert. (laughs) Seriously, though, really, right? Who would have thought water had been such a hot commodity? It's water, for goodness sakes, but who knew, right? I think it it really underscores the importance of something like World Water Day, where it makes people, like the whole point is raising awareness and having people stop and think about Where's my water coming from? What am I using? What's the impact of the method I'm using to get my water? What about places around the world where there's, you know, there's too much or too little or all sorts of stuff? Then what about contaminants? What about agriculture? It's, it's, it affects everything. And I, I kind of, I mean, I, I get the point. The whole World Water Day points right there, right? What, what we're talking about. Joel, you're just stressing me out right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, again, we just take it for granted. It's there. And I, it's so important that we point things out and, that Joel, you mentioned the 50 things that are going to keep me up tonight, right? Well, okay. Here, here's a random fact. I, I found this up when I was looking up World Water Day. I think I talked to Kenton about this, about how uh, apparently in Africa, they are uh, where, where water is also in several parts of Africa. It's also at a premium. It's very hard to get fresh water, groundwater. So conventional wisdom was if there were trees, they would chop them down and uproot them because trees are using up water. Well, apparently new studies have shown that that was probably, uh, uh, that they may have been an error because it turns out that a lot of trees, the right amount of tree, I think they called it optimal tree coverage, actually maximizes groundwater because what it does is the roots of the trees condition the soil and they make it, uh, they optimize it so that when it does rain, the, the ground I guess takes in this water, so it can actually travel further down and enter these underground underground uh, aquifers, so that the water is there available. But when there's when the when the ground's too dry, when the ground's too compacted, when there's no tree coverage holding that soil together, the water pulls on the surface and then it just evaporates. And now there's no groundwater at all. So I found that really fascinating because it kind of intuitively. It might not be something you think about like, like immediately. You might think, oh, yeah, get rid of the trees. That's less water being used. But no, you have to have a few trees there just to make the ground better suited to to absorb that water when it does rain. thought that was an interesting little factoid. It is interesting. It's just another example of what Michelle was saying earlier about you know these unintended consequences of things we're attempting to. Every time we meddle, right, <laughs> just make it worse, don't we? So much so. 
in California, you know, they're having a lot of discussion that, that it's kind of funny because we were in a drought. So then you had to conserve water. But then all of a sudden we got some rain and they said we weren't in a drought. But now we're back in a drought. It's the craziest thing. But now they're talking about how, you know, each home has to take a hit for the team and and conserve water. But when you think about it, it's not the homes that are using the water. Like one less than one percent is in the home. It's it's agriculture. It's it's businesses. Yep. It's all different kinds of other things. Manufacturing that's using the water. So it's why can't I flush the toilet all the time or take a six minute shower instead of a five minute shower? I'm minimal, the person that's causing uh, the drought. Minimal effects, yeah. Right. Moist towelettes or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. That water comes from somewhere. No, eat less hamburgers. That's what you can do. Eat less hamburgers. Yeah, it's those oh, cows, yeah. right? Yep. did they say like like cattle is just takes up so much uh, uh, agricultural land? So... Hundreds of gallons of water. Hundreds. Huh. Anywhere from three 300 gallons to 1,000 gallons, depending on what your source is, <laughs> for a pound of hamburger. That's how much water it takes. But it's so tasty. It I is know. delicious. Well, <laughs> get rid of almonds. Almonds take up a lot of water too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's just that they're grown in the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah. You grow them in the middle of the desert, and it's like. Yeah. But isn't that the whole thing? Is just it's a big cash crop, so it's less about yeah. it just uh, making money from the farmland rather than what's sustainable. Yeah. Short-term thinking. Yeah, so I guess we have not solved the world's problems in this nope. podcast. Joel's just stressed out all the listeners. Yeah, I think I think if we let this podcast go any further, we're it's we're not going to get anybody to come back and listen to our future podcasts. I'll tell you what's not the answer though: bottled water. Huh? There you go. That is right. Way to bring it around, Joel. Bottled water is not the solution, but uh, talking about water is the solution. Talking about it. Um, letting people understand how important this stuff is and using a day like world water day again march 22nd as michelle says every year it's just an opportunity to talk about these things and to talk about uh, the importance of water and maybe you can slip in a, a comment or two about what a smart decision a multi-peer system is in your overall water plan right yeah love it definitely okay any uh, any other comments I don't know, just uh, spread awareness. I mean, even if we just take it just one day, just if, if you're on social media, throw out like a, a, a hashtag World Water Day, find a, a nice little article to share, that kind of thing. Just let people think about uh, water, just uh, even if it's just one day, just to, to get people talking about it, I think is the important thing. Yeah. Very true. All right. Well, I want to thank my intrepid co-hosts here, Joel Polina and Michelle Priest. Nice uh, discussion about World Water Day today. So, Go out there and talk about it, uh, as Joel recommends. Put, it's a, a good social media topic for you and uh, definitely something worth uh, worth discussing with others. So thank you so much for joining us for today's podcast. We really appreciate your time. Of course, check out all of our social media. You can find links on uh, multipure.com. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. You can even check us out on TikTok. So thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, and we certainly look forward to future podcasts with you. So with that, we'll just say uh, thanks for listening. And remember that Ulta Pure is for life and for you. 